So my sophomore year in college, I started dating this boy. You could call him persistent. After two months of us dating, he flew back from an all-expenses-paid trip in Hawaii to Alaska to spend Christmas with me. So this, this kind of ticked off his family a little bit because they paid for everything. So the next Christmas, they brought me along, which is fantastic. So not only did I get to go to Hawaii, but on Christmas Day, I found out that this boy had been scrimping and saving his money so that he could take me on a fancy dinner. And I mean, buy whatever you can dream of, fancy dinner. And he made me promise that I wouldn't get the cheapest thing on the menu. Uh, the reason he made me promise this is because any time we went on a date, it was usually splitting Taco Bell. <laughs> Poor college students and all. So I got ready. I was, I was just, I was determined. His family had to know that I was just this wonderful being. So I wore the prettiest sundress I had brought to Hawaii, and I made sure I looked fabulous. And it took me a couple hours, and they all made fun of me, and that's fine because I looked good. <laughs> So we hop in his parents' car, and we drive all the way to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. And if any of you have been there, it's one of those places that they cook everything in a pound of butter. And it was delicious. (laughs) We get there, and we start ordering drinks. Well, I start ordering drinks because I've just turned 21, and he's the DD. I get myself a little lemon drop. I'm good to go. I'm feeling a buzz. We get our seat, and he reminds me of the promise that I'm not going to buy a side salad and a soup. So I jokingly tell him, well, uh, are we going to start with appetizers? Because I can't decide between the deep-fried calamari and the seared ahi. And he calls my bluff, and he orders both. (laughs) So this quickly turned into a game of chicken. Anytime that the waitress came back, we ordered more food. And before long, our entire table was covered in food. We had everything from sweet corn. We had asparagus and hollandaise sauce. We had lobster. I had never tried lobster. It was awesome. (laughs) everything you could imagine plus I also ordered myself a bottle of wine because fancy adults drink adult grape juice and this was in no way a mistake I knew it wasn't going to be a mistake (laughs) so we start eating everything and I'm one of those girls that when I was growing up my mom told me you eat everything on your plate and be thankful (laughs) so So I start looking around at the table, and I'm going, all right, well, this is, we're both going to have to put a pretty good dent in this. And then our entree came. (laughs) 40 ounces of porterhouse steak to share. So I had that going for me. But he was not one of those people. He was one of those people who was like, we can take anything home. And I'm like, nope, not happening. In my head, I'm like, we're going to finish all of this. I'm not taking it home to have your parents look at me like I'm a gold digger who ordered everything and didn't eat anything. (laughs) So, So about 30 minutes into this meal, I look over and he's not carrying his weight. He is not eating as much as he should be eating for us to be able to finish this food. And so I speed up so that I can trick my stomach and I can fit more into it. And it starts getting hard. Everything feels like I can't move. And I'm getting bigger and bigger. And this sundress is getting tighter and tighter. And it starts to hurt. And I mean, everything is covered in butter. Like, butter is one of the best creations on earth. But this was awful. And so... I start getting, it, getting through it, and I'm like, okay, maybe we can get this down to where we each take a doggy bag home, and it'll be fine. And I get there, and I'm so proud of myself, and the waitress comes back and says, 
Is anybody here interested in dessert? I start to shake my head no, and this boy sees me, and he knows what's going on, and he knows he's being a butt. So he orders my favorite dessert, pretending to be such a sweetheart, saying that it's my favorite. They bring it to me, and I mowed down. I ate the entire thing. I didn't let him have any. None for him. And it was delicious creme brulee, but I'll tell you, it was the most tasty and horrible thing I've ever ingested. So we fin- I finished that, and I kind of look at him, and I'm like, hey, can we just, can we sit here? Let me sip on the rest of this bottle of wine and let everything kind of settle. And I didn't want to tell him I couldn't move. I did not think I was going to be able to stand on my high heels and walk out of the restaurant. And so we sat there for about 15 minutes, and he had some coffee, and I finished the wine. It was fantastic. And I finally was like, you know, I think I can move now. <laughs> and so we stand up, and I start walking out, and I... Kid you not, I felt like an olive on two toothpicks <laughs> trying to get out of the restaurant. Well, as I start walking around, I realize that, okay, walking around is good. Walking's good. And we walk out into the parking lot, into the car, and I'm starting to feel fat and happy, and I'm feeling good, and I got a buzz, and everything's great, and get in the car. Turns on the radio, or it turns on the car, the radio comes on with, some of the ladies in this room may know what I'm talking about, my drunk song. And I start singing and car dancing. Baby, are you down, 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 down? And some of this. Because I'm a punch dancer. <laughs> and so I'm feeling happy. And he's pretty happy with himself. And, and I, I, I wanted to make him feel happy because I had spent over 200 of his dollars on money that, or on food that I had ingested pretty fast. And we start driving out of the restaurant, or out of the restaurant parking lot, and I'm feeling good, and I'm swaying, and I'm punch dancing, and we hit a speed bump, and all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. (sighs) No, I'm okay, okay, I'm okay. Breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, I'm okay. We hit another one. Okay, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. And I turned to him, and was like, hey, uh, don't pull onto the highway, as he pulls onto the highway. You need to pull over. I'm going to be sick. And he's like, oh, you're, you're just, play, you're just, you just have a food baby. You're fine. Like, you're fine. And I was like, and I'm trying to contain myself. And finally, I roll down the window and I hang my head out the window for hope of some relief. And I'm able to control my body and keep it all in by the time we get to the house. It's about 10 o'clock at night and everybody's kind of winding down his very conservative family. Ask us how it was, and oh, it was good, it was good. I'm feeling great. (laughs) And and everybody starts going to bed, and I go into the room that I'm sharing with his two younger sisters. I'm changing to my PJs, and as I start to lay down, the change in position has my stomach lurching, and I launch off the bed into the bathroom, close the door, and just lose it into into the toilet. It's awful. I'm crying. I'm telling myself to be as quiet as possible, and then I hear a knock on the door. Hey, sweetie, are you okay? And it's his mother! It was the most horrifying thing. I wanted to die. She waited outside she t- the door. She tucked me into bed. Well, yesterday, that boy and I celebrated our two-year wedding anniversary. And my in-laws have graciously forgotten the entire event. <laughs> <laughs> 